Okay, this is day two of the 12 days of podcasting, and yeah, I don't have much of a life update except let's give ourselves a round of applause for the college students that got through all of their finals, and I'm not sitting here trying to brag, okay? I worked really hard this semester, and I had great uh, professors And all around, my job was just really good. Anyway, it was a decent semester academically for me, so I have all A's. And I'm very proud of myself. And I'm not one to ever, I know it sounds really, like, when I say it, it sounds crazy. Because a lot of people are like, wait, really? Yeah. Um, I never really say I'm proud of myself publicly, out loud. And we as humans should do that more often because sometimes you need to let your know you let let yourself know that you're proud of yourself. Okay, we don't do it enough. So I'm just sitting here, out loud, saying that I'm proud of myself because I got all A's and I did really good on all my finals and I studied extremely hard. If you don't believe me, find my parents and ask them. But I wanted to take a new uh, look. So, for the last week during finals, when I was not studying, I wanted to work on the podcast. So, I started typing up some scripts of the topics because I really wanted to take it seriously of the things that I wanted to talk about. And today's topic is regret. And other than finals, there's not much else. So, I guess we could just get right into the introduction. And today's topic is, like I said, regret. And it's a weird time because I know it's just right after finals because it, it doesn't kind of correlate. But there's a reason why. And most of my topics, I hope that they make sense and they kind of tie in together leading up to the very last one. So let's just get into it. So I'm going to read the script because I typed this up. And again, here I am publicly saying I'm very proud of typing this up so keep all of your harsh comments to yourself please we as humans regret a lot of things in our lives decisions we thought were good in the moment turn out to be something that will wound us in the future choices like a tattoo in a not so good spot choosing the wrong major or letting certain people in your life get too close to you This isn't meant to scare you to not try things or make decisions because in the end, you will look back and see what you have learned. But in the moment, some things just hurt more that you did it than what you learned from it. Sitting around looking at all the things you could have done differently doesn't do anything but hurt yourself. On Wikipedia, regret is defined as wishing one had more or had made a different decision in the past because the consequences of the decision were unfavorable. But what if we regret not making the decision? So I want to go back to that statement on Wikipedia. Regret is defined as wishing one had made a different decision in the past because the con- the consequences of the decision that they made were unfavorable. But as I was reading 
that on Wikipedia, it all clicked to me. And I was like, but what if you regret just not making the decision? I mean, like, in this case, on Wikipedia, the person made the decision. They just don't like the consequences of the decision they made. But I wanted to talk about, but what if you don't even make the decision? There was a lot of times in everybody's life where they didn't make the decision and they wish they would have. Like the most common questions that many people have about regret is how do I get out of this regretful mindset or how do I, how did I get myself into this spiraling effect of constantly regretting everything or thinking about your life choices and what you did wrong. And like I try somebody like when you look up on Google, you know how it has the frequently search things like what's the other things that pop up and one of them was I regret everything afterwards what does that mean and I wrote that down and then right beside it I wrote truly just don't know because I'm asking myself that question my whole life but I know one answer that I wanted to or one question that I wanted to try to answer is how do I get into a different mindset You can't get out of a certain mindset, but you can change your mindset a different way. So I did some research and like found other people struggling with things similar. And this is what I'd come up with. I watched a uh, video and I sadly cannot remember the video I watched. It was a TED Talk because I love TED Talks. I'm sorry. I am a sucker for a good TED talk. Anyway, and he was in college. Go figure. And we were, or he was talking about, like, he made some decisions of, like, he wanted to go see the world. And he wanted to do all of these things, but... He got into this like thing of, I regret not doing this because that would have helped me achieve this and going about all of it. And he was talking about, we as humans, we don't like anything outside of our environment or our comfort zone. So the number one step to get out of this mindset is really the scariest one. And that is getting out of the comfort zone. Understand that there will be Or there won't be other opportunities. So let that guide you to the mindset of should I do it or not. Remind yourself you truly only have one life. Now as I say this there is a lot of things I'm personally holding back. I'm telling you guys YOLO basically. But I'm not doing it myself. Most of my podcast topics have always, I've tried to tell you guys that most of the things I talk about are things that I'm personally struggling with. And I don't want to lie to you guys that, hey, I'm telling you to do this and do that, but I'm not doing it. If I'm being honest, that's the whole point. If I can talk to you guys about it and say it publicly or say it out loud. Then it's kind of like, okay, well, you kind of need to, you need to do it too. 
but when I say YOLO, I'm not condoning violent acts or drug or alcohol abuse or major harmful things to yourself or even others. I'm just saying that if you like that person, talk to them. I promise you. Compliment them. if Just a simple compliment. Or just say hi. The amounts of times I have taken the bullet and started the conversation. Ended up making like tons of friends. Is honestly an incredible amount. Little round of applause for myself. Because I'm such an antisocial person until you get to know me. Like I don't really initiate conversation as much as I can. But, like, your girl doesn't like social settings at all. But I made a goal of mine to simply just be nice and it will come back to you. And I don't regret that goal decision at all. Like, this was very, this was a couple of years ago. And I was just going through a lot of things mentally during a dark part of my life. And in doing so... I kind of just didn't, I was fighting, I was struggling within myself, so I really didn't have the energy to deal with other people and their crap, and in doing so, I didn't have the energy to be mean, and I, I know that's, it, it sounds weird or crazy, but it's harder, I know this, it's, it's harder to be nice, but it is more tiresome to be negative, two different things, I promise you. It's easy. It is quick to be negative or be ugly to somebody or say something mean or start drama or talk about people. It is so easy. But once it gets so easy, it becomes more frequent. And when it becomes more frequent, it takes up more of your life. And when it takes up more of your life, it's exhausting. So I kind of put myself in a mindset of, Just be nice, and I promise you it will come back. Not necessarily from that same person, but I promise it will come back to you in some way. And I know this sounds so difficult to hear because you will see people that are literally such a difficult person, and it seems like their life is going perfect or going so well. That's very difficult to see, and it's hard to keep up this little goal of mine is seeing other people that are never, they were never nice in high school, and now they're just living great lives. And I'm like, that's, that's not fair. I know, but in the end, you will personally just feel better because the amounts of times, like when I first started doing these little steps, I would just be like, Oh, I would be out in public and it would literally scare the crap out of me to do this. But once you take that first step, I promise you. Because, like again, if y'all ever need evidence, you can always ask my mom. Because the amounts of times I've been with my mom and I'll be like, oh, hold on. And I will completely turn around to the lady we just passed down the aisle and be like, I love your shoes. They're so cute. And she'll just be like, oh, thank you. And I'll walk back to my mom. And my mom literally is like, I'm going to have a heart attack. What has happened to my daughter? And it's from that point on, it became easier and easier. 
And in that way, it was a small step to like, now I don't try to think about things too long. I just am like, okay, let's do it. It's and as scary as that is. I don't do it all the time. I promise you I don't do it all the time. Um, or I do it in certain aspects of my life, but when it comes to some, I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that yet. And that's why I'm telling you guys this. Like, I'm telling you guys because I still do this. Okay? Mind you, I would also like to talk about the fact that, like, yours might look different than other people's. You're like, well, I did this. And somebody's like, well, that's nothing, like, regretful or, you know, that's not taking a giant leap or that's not yellowing and I'm like for them that was a big step okay they for some people it, it it it's a big step to do certain things that you might seem or see them as small but for them they're gonna go home and they're gonna regret for the rest of the afternoon what they said to that person they're gonna think about everything that they said or the way they said it or why they said it or oh my gosh you know like they're gonna they're gonna beat themselves up they're gonna regret it so it's different for different people obviously the crazy part about regret is it can be positive or negative and in writing up this script and in researching and seeing people talk about it and their experiences, I noticed there there is a ton of people that they they fluctuate. They go from thinking about this regret as negative to seeing it as positive. Me personally, there's a need for a nice pretty balance between the both. That in itself can be very, very hard. But this is why I say you need both. You need the negative to remind yourself not to do something like that. Again, like putting your hand on a hot stove. You instantly regret that action and you know not to do it again. Okay, these are for some girls that might need to hear this. If he cheated on you the first time, ouch, that hurt. I regret being with this person. Let's maybe not go back. Maybe, you know. It's a very complicated thing. I get that. I'm not in that position. I'm not sitting here telling you what to do with your lives. But I'm using that as an example of like, ouch, that physically, that emotionally hurt me. I regret something about that. Let's not do it again. See, that's a that's a negative, you know, that's negative. You can also use that positive to remind yourself that, hey, dang it, I didn't do that. But that's okay. Try again, and there's a different opportunity. Now, when I first typed it up, I was like, there's a, I wrote, there's another opportunity. And then I was sitting there, and it all hit me at once. And like I said, when I started typing this up, if I'm in the right mindset, there is no stopping me. I am in the zone. I was typing so aggressive in the library doing this. Like it was all coming to me, flooding to me. And I was just like, okay, okay, let's, let, okay, brain, let's keep going. But I changed it. I went from, okay, when somebody's like, don't worry, you'll have another chance or another opportunity. I'm here to tell you to change that mindset. 
I feel the need to remind you that it can be difficult because when it comes to regret and getting over it, some people, family, your family can be the harshest people to be around. Your friends or your so-called friends or your enemies. There's some people like that. They won't let you forget. And they, that is reminding you at every family function or every time they see you, every time you go back to your old high school, they're not going to let you forget about the things you've done. They won't. They've got that archived in their brain. But this whole like different opportunity I want to go back to. Because I skipped it for some reason on the script. But the whole like another opportunity. And you need to write this down. Write down another opportunity on one side of your sheet. And then different opportunity on the other. I'm writing it down right now. Because another thing to help change the mindset is don't live by the saying there will be another opportunity because in all honesty there probably won't be and I'm telling you from the kindest part of my heart because I would get so mad when somebody be like it's okay you'll have another opportunity and then there wouldn't be one and what sucked is I got myself like set up that okay there's gonna be another opportunity and there wasn't one because, bam, there was a different opportunity. Now, was that different opportunity better or worse? I don't know. I can't answer that for you. But sometimes you got to be a little harsh with yourself. Because the reason I say this is you need to start living by saying there will be a different opportunity. Because when you do this... You're being honest with yourself because now, I'm going to flip back, now you can use that mindset of, or changing the dialogue. So now that also helps you to live your life with the, should I do it or not? So when you write it down, it's one of those things where it's like now, okay, I've, I'm going to take a small step and every time I am confronted with a decision, I can be like, okay, if I don't take this decision, most likely there won't be another opportunity like this, but there will be a different opportunity. And when you say there won't be, or there will be another opportunity nine times out of ten, we kind of take the bottom of the barrel choices. But if you look at it, well, there might be a different opportunity. And in this different, in this different opportun opportunity, geez, I can't talk today. You might end up taking a chance, something, something you never thought you would. But it all resorts back to like, should I do it or should I not? And I know... This is very difficult because most likely this is all happening within split seconds. You're like, somehow you're supposed to do all this in split seconds. That's very difficult. But like, when somebody asks me to do something or ask if I want to do this or 
I just have to decide, should I do this or should I not? I have to ask myself, like, this is a very small thing. Most likely, I will have a different opportunity. And most likely, it will be a little bit better. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that that happens all the time. Because it won't. Going on to the next thing. Why am I in this um, mindset? And I'm, this is where it gets very brutal for me and for maybe some of you guys. And the brutal honesty may be needed, maybe not. I don't know. Here's something. If you don't get anything out of the episode, I really want you to definitely remember this. And just a little pat on my back. I did come up with this little... I don't know if you would call it a quote or not. I don't know. It might take years to overcome these feelings. And it also might take them years to understand what they did wrong. I think you need to remember that because in the process of you trying to heal or fix yourself, you also need to come to the fact that they might not be regretting it either. Or they might, you might be regretting it and they might not be. I know in the middle of all of this, you really don't need that reminder. Because if I knew that somebody hurt me and I regret letting them get close to me. But I hear that, or the way that they're acting, they don't regret hurting my feelings. It suddenly makes me not want to, you know, want to work on myself. It suddenly makes me not want to, you know. It suddenly makes me want to punch him in the face, if I'm being completely honest with you. (laughs) But in this process of, you know, trying to change the mindset or before you can change or manage or work on things, sometimes you need to figure out the why first. It's important to figure out why. It's important to figure out what kind of initiated this. And in the process of how did I get myself in this? You got to take responsibility. You, you do. I'm talking to myself here. I am pointing the finger at myself. You have to stop pointing the finger. Like I said, this one is for me. Again, most definitely. If you said something and you feel regretful to somebody and you haven't heard from them in a while, then it's your responsibility to fix it. But it's only if you want to. That regret will probably not go away for a while. Whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever, in any way, Regret hovers. Regret hovers. If you didn't get enough uh, time with a loved one or somebody in the past, what is stopping you now? And you're like, but Chloe, there's this going on. And they did this to me. Okay. But most likely, if you're feeling a, a tinge of regret, It usually means 
you did something wrong too. Or you did something that didn't help the situation. Now, I'm not saying that maybe your action was as bad as their action. Your sin was bigger than their sin. I'm not saying that. But if you're regretting something or you feel that tinge of regretfulness, most likely it's because you're like, okay, well, they did this to me, but I shouldn't have said that about their personal life or, you know, other things. And it's back to that whole, like, that goal I made for myself, just be nice and it will come back to you. If you're regretting something, I'm trying to think of an example without, like, getting too detailed, I guess. If you and your spouse or you and your partner get into a fight and they were cheating on you and you confront them and as you confront them, You say some very ugly things talking about something that they were very insecure about or something they told you in confidence. And you say it and you use it to drag them and to make them feel bad. Years later, you're still kind of regretting saying that because as sad as it is, you're a good person probably. As sad as it is, when you regret something, it means that in some part of you, There is good. There is. Serial killers don't, they don't regret things because they didn't think they did anything wrong. It's a terrible, terrible example. I am so sorry for that. But it is all I could think about. But even though they did something bigger than you did, you're still regretting it. Here's something that will help you get that fixed. try to get that fixed I guess because sometimes no matter what and if you can't maybe that is God or the universe trying to tell you there's no reason for you to regret that you're perfectly fine you did what was necessary but if you still feel regretful and you still want to fix it and you try and it works out just know that that person didn't win you you won because now, you're like, okay, well, I did my part. I don't feel as bad. And, it, like I said earlier, it might take them years to realize and say something. And it, and they might not ever. They might not ever regret what they did. But you can only worry about yourself. There's something on my glasses, and I can't focus And going back to the question, or the last question was, why do I, as soon as I do something, how do I regret everything afterwards? What does that mean? And I told you, I truly don't know. The only thing I could come up with is because it's the weirdest thing. Your body is incredible, and I think that a lot of people forget that. 
and maybe this is a little confidence booster for you guys if you're ever feeling insecure about your body or anything I just want you to know how powerful it is okay first of all second off I've talked about this before your body cannot physically tell you when something is wrong it can't I'm so sorry to tell you it can't it can't send a little Alexa voice saying Chloe this is wrong with you Sorry, it can't. But when you get these feelings, I wrote down, it's because your body is trying to warn you that this isn't normal, okay? And what that means is, if you are a person that doesn't do a lot of things, no offense to anybody, this is to myself. I'm using myself mostly as an example. If I was to go throughout my life absolutely terrified of heights, okay? Absolutely terrified of I wish I wasn't because I really want to do epic things. But if on a limb here, I was like, I'm going to skydive. And I skydived. Afterwards, I'm like instant regret as I'm jumping out of the plane. It's because your body's like, whoa, girl, we have never done this before. We haven't even taken baby steps. What is going on here? I think that's why we feel regret sometimes when we say things. Because our body and our brain's like, Okay, like her anger level is really high right now. She is shaking. And I have never heard her say that language. And she's not even crying. And she is a crier when she gets mad. Also, again, me. It's it's literally your your body and your brain and your mind. Everything about you is saying, whoa, we've never done this before. This is not good. You shouldn't have done that. Why did you do that? Like, it's just it's like it, you're being interrogated by your own body. I mean, people will think about it differently, I guess. People will listen to this and be like, girl, that sounds absolutely ridiculous. You're making it sound like your body is completely, like, a different person. You can, you can think whatever you want. This is just how my brain lets me understand things. But I think once you make the connection between you and your body more personal and more, like, comfortable to talk about and be around and, like, acknowledging, it's easier to understand why you might be struggling with some things. If you're struggling with some things, I think your number one is, your number one step is go to your 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 body go to yourself and that's a good start another thing if after you do something and you instantly regret it another sense a very childish thing but it's it's your conscience it's your conscience i am the world's worst to like i get terrible jump scares like absolutely ridiculous terrible jump scares and it's, it's the inconvenience one. It's not the ones where people, like, go to jump out. Those hardly scare me. It's the ones where I'm doing absolutely, like, nothing. And I can sense that something's behind me, but I ignore it. And then I see it in the corner of my eye coming at slow, slow speed. That's when I jump scare. Makes absolutely no sense. I'm walking out of a room. 
and there's just somebody standing against the door frame. I'm going to jump. Now, mind you, that person was not intending to scare me, but for some reason, scared the living daylights out of me. Makes no sense. You don't even have to move. The amounts of friends, guys, because I don't know what it is, but being a girl and also being in school and college and being on campus at night, it's scary as heck. Every shadow, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm being followed. I'm going to be kidnapped. This is also why I didn't watch Dom, like Jeffrey Dahmer. I did not watch that. I know I'm getting off subject here, but I didn't watch that. All my other friends and roommate, they watched it. And I was like, now y'all are scared for your lives. I was already scared before. I didn't, I didn't need any more. No offense to men, but it's very scary being a woman in the world sometimes. And so... It's your conscience. It's always been that thing that my... That's how I said I get off topic. Ooh. I got off topic. Because the whole point of that was to say that my parents used to do this all the time. When I would... My mom would come into the kitchen and I'd be like, ah. And I would... I'd be like, you scared me. She'd be like, it's your conscience speaking. I am now almost 20. Next year I will be 20. And it just now making sense why she says that. Your conscience is a real thing. I'd also like to mention, when you're like, why does it act like it just didn't face them to say that? You can look this up. I have no idea if this is 100% true or there's enough evidence for it. But it is said that some people don't have that part of their brain or that brain where, they're con- like the, where your conscience stays in your brain. Some people, it's not developed or it's not there or it's n- just not working. A long time ago, I watched a documentary. And it was of a serial killer or some man who did some very terrible criminal acts. And, like, he didn't, he showed signs of just not having a conscience. And they done, like, tests on him and that part of his brain just, you know. So, now I'm not saying that ugly guy that you went on a date with that's slightly racist Oh, his excuse is because he just doesn't have a conscience. No, sweetie. I'm not. I'm not. No. Don't use that to justify his terrible acts, okay? He was ugly anyway, so don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I know we got off subject subject towards the end of this, but like most everything in your life, I think coming to the realization that you're going to have to deal with most of the things I've talked about is very just upsetting, but I'm hoping that these next couple of episodes, I'm going to keep talking about some really strong topics that, yeah, you know that you have to deal with, but I want to talk to you in a sense of being like, hey, yeah, you do have to live with it, but you don't have to live with it that way. So everybody's going to regret something, okay? It might be big, it might be small, it might be positive, it might be negative. You're going to regret things that you didn't do or you did do. I can't tell you that there's things to avoid that. 
I would I, I I can't but you can't stay in those areas you can't look back all the time it's funny because people are like well if I look back at the things that I didn't do it's a lesson yes but if you look too far or look too long, you're going to trip on what's in front of you. And most of the time, you don't even have to go back and look to know what you've already learned. It doesn't hurt to look back, like I said, but just know that there's a chance that you're going to trip over what's in front of you. And the last thing I wrote is just start somewhere, anywhere. You can't fix everything. So stop looking back. And that's all I got for you on day two. I hope you got something out of it. If you did, let me know somehow. And if you had something you would like to add, I'm always, always open to hearing back and being like, I love this about this. Or I love what you said here. This also reminded me of this and what I remember of this and hearing about this lesson. I am always open. I love hearing from, and I have heard from some people that listen to the episode and they're like, that's exactly what I needed. You said exactly what I was thinking. And I was like, that's what I'm hoping for. Is whether it's just a little bit you understand. And even if you don't, you're learning a new perspective or what. I don't care. I just want it to have some sense of a positive aspect on your life. But... That is what I'll leave you with. And as always, I love you guys and stay safe and join us in the next podcast.